I'm Alex Coughlin of New Japan Pro Wrestling and the captain of the LA Dojo. You're listening to Wrestle In. Hey everybody, welcome to Fly to Five, a podcast where myself and a guest chat about our top fives in wrestling. I am your host, the promo code redeemer, Ryan Dilbert. I am joined today from across the Atlantic, a man who knows his Noah, Wrestle In columnist, last word on sports writer, Jamie Johnson. Welcome back, Jamie. Uh, hello, Ryan. Um, I'm second time on the show now, so am I'm, I I'm, I'm a regular at this point? I'm not sure, but thanks for having us back on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, 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 next, the latest person to do two shots, and um, I'm sure it'll be plenty more. Hopefully. Um, well, today we're going to talk about Noah, and you know, I'm I'm glad we're doing that because it's a promotion that has really like climbed up my ranks of personal favorites. The last couple of years, I've I've seen it gain some buzz, at least on my circle. Um, if there's if there was someone out there thinking about getting into Noah and they're not sure, what would you tell them? What's like a selling point to get into it? Um, well, I think it's, I, I think it's quite an easy promotion to get into, um, because you've obviously we, you, most people, when you, uh, start watching the promotion, you'll start, you'll watch a few of the top matches and then eventually you'll cycle around and you might watch a full show and then mm. sort of carry that on. And I think the top matches, they always deliver in Noah. So once you're gripped with those and the undercard matches are normally quite short on the big shows. So. I think it's sort of a nice one to get into. You've got your big matches that deliver, and then underneath it, there's like a good roster to sort of pull you in. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of interesting guys. Um, I really like the mm. the style. Just the it's so physical, and people just kicking the crap out of each other, beating each other up. That's generally my jam. So there's a a ton of that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot. Um... They have that sort of MMA, like proper fighting sort of edge to uh, mm. some of the matches, and I think that sort of that legitimacy and um, sort of, you call it like stiffness, don't you? But um, that's sort of how Japanese wrestling's done, isn't it? But I think it still makes it stand out from comparable promotions in that way. Yeah, for sure. And then the, even the announcers. Um, the commentators yeah. call it sort of like uh, more like a fight. Um, there's less talk about mm. you know all the outside stuff, and it's more the sport element, and, and they focus in on that. Yeah, I think that um, if that's it's not always to everyone's taste, but if you enjoy that side of wrestling, the hard hitting uh, that you can sort of immerse yourself in, then it's sort of perfect for you. For sure, and uh, so today we're going to talk about five gaijin or non-Japanese wrestlers that we would like to see join Noah. Um, Noah is not a promotion that has really relied on foreigners, like especially lately. Um, mm. It's, I mean, there, there was a time you had uh, Michael Elgin and um, Eddie Edwards and Bison Smith and stuff, but like, I can't, has there been, like much in the foreigner world lately with them 
Well, uh, since well, Eddie Edwards must have been. I think it was twenty fifteen, sixteen, mm, and since mm-hmm. that, there hasn't that I can remember. There's not been a prominent um, uh, Gaijin wrestler. I mean, recently, quite strangely, in there they did a, a mystery show the week after uh, their big uh, January first Budokan show, and on that one, uh, Super Crazy um, turned up and joined Nasawa Rongai's faction, oh. uh, and he's the only non-Japanese wrestler in the company at the minute. Okay, yeah, so definitely not a ton of them, but um, so you know, this list is not something we're we're not saying like the best five wrestlers. Just put them in there. You can't put anybody in there. No. Uh, you want someone who fits into the promotion. So, you know, yeah. in your mind, Jamie, like, what makes a wrestler fit in the Noah world? I think, like we talked about with the hard hitting uh, aspect of it, that's something that's very uh, specific to Noah, and it's something that it looks like, uh, and it comes across like the pro- that's what they pride themselves on. Um, so, sort of anyone you're looking to come in, they've they've got that um, hard hitting, the striking, the physicality aspect of professional wrestling that they can bring in to sort of fit in with everyone else. Yeah, you got to be able to handle some punishment uh, for sure. Yeah. So uh, let's head into our list here. As usual, we don't see each other's list, so it's going to be a surprise. Uh, Jamie, did you have an honorable mention that didn't quite make the five? Uh, well, even my loud, I've got two. Okay. Uh, the quite uh, the uh, well, I'll start with my obscure one, uh, just to sort of uh, race through. I've got um, Chris Ridgway, who I don't think most people will um, sort of be familiar with. Uh, he's uh, a UK indie wrestler. Mm-hmm. So my um, I don't watch a lot of indie wrestling, but he's one of the ones that I focus on if I do. Uh, and he's I've, I'm pretty sure he's dabbled in. Uh, wrestling for Noah and he's got that grappling MMA uh, style which we talked about and he stylistically fits in with what Noah are and how they present themselves so I think it could be a one uh, on a lesser degree that could uh, come in and sort of be mm. present in that mid-card lower mid-card sort of area sure yeah I was hoping you would bring in the um, the British side of things I'm not super familiar with um Definitely not the indies there. Mm. So glad that you represented that side of things. And you had another one, you said? Yeah, um, I think you should be familiar with, uh, familiar with my second one. It's uh, Martin Stone, who was Danny Birch, oh, I yes. think, in NXT. Uh, I think he did. He got released last week, the week before. Well, recently, within, uh, something yeah. like that. And his style again, like, yeah, everyone's getting released. <laughs> Um, Absolutely. Like with Ridgeway, uh, he's got the similar style to Ridgeway, and it sort of he he'd fit seamlessly, I think, with what Noah are doing, and he's got a, he's a good level. He's better than how he was presented and perceived in um, WWE's. He can wrestle to a higher level, I think, and I think he could mm-hmm. be a a good fit. But he just missed out on my list. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed his team with um, Oni Lorcan. Uh, it's just like a straightforward, mm. hard-hitting style. Um, yeah. I, I, drew, I got drew, drawn to him. Like I was like, let me see more of him. And then, of course, NXT is going in this different direction. They're going younger and, and um, sort of in-house. So, you know, indie guys like him are 
getting pushed out and you know Noah's an opportunity another another place to go that's a good a good thought yeah I think um I've seen his advertising for indie work and I think that's where he'll end up either in America or back in the UK because he he'd done some work I, I believe with Evolve in the uh in America before he went to WWE mm. um so I think he'll slot back into the indie scene but if he branches above that I think Noah could be a good destination for him yeah for sure um I just had one honorable mention um I put Brian Danielson not be he didn't make the list not because of his mm. ability I just I don't want to make he's the guy that you could answer all of my questions with who do you want to be in the G1 Brian yeah. Danielson who do you want to be in the super juniors Danielson like I want him everywhere he's the best like arguably you could say he's the best ever um I just love seeing him everywhere possible so I I didn't want to put him just for the sake of variety you know like just let's 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 talk mm. about him um and then you know he he had a run there earlier but pre WWE yeah so um most of my guys would be new to Noah, except for one. So that's another reason I thought, you know, I'm put, let's put him in honorable mention. But um, Danielson against most guys yeah. is a dream match. So any of the Noah guys would be awesome. Exactly. Yeah, I did think about Danielson and so AEW in general. I thought about Moxley as well. And I thought maybe it was a little bit too uh, pie in the sky to put them on my list. Hmm. So they didn't. Um, there's someone I thought about but didn't get near. Uh, my list okay well we'll see how it goes um so let's see here your your number five then jamie okay um so while you talk about danielson there uh, with aew names uh, i've gone my first uh my number five is from aew and it's eddie kingston mm-hmm. um i know I, I know as like i think with like i was saying with it's uh, a bit too optimistic to say aew names i think for me, the exception is Kingston because his, he himself has made clear his intentions that he wants to work in Japan uh, and against um, Marafuji in particular, which, of course, he's in Noah. Um, so why not have that face-off in Noah was my idea. So that's why uh, he's got onto my list at the, uh, the number five spot. Yeah, he can be very physical, um, barroom brawl style, which w- would definitely fit in. I, he was in my he was in my head as I was thinking this list. Um, I I kind of overthought it and was like, well, you know, you if you have Eddie Kingston, you want to do promos, you know, you want to do um, the verbal side of the game because mm. he's so good at that, and it wouldn't be as yeah um, important in a in a in a country where his language is is not the primary one. Um, but he, like mm. you said, he. He's often tweeting about Japanese wrestling. He, you can see, he has a high respect yeah. for it, and it's something on his list. So that's something. I mean, you know, it, we have this. This I don't want to say forbidden door. It's overused, but like, there's an openness to AEW. So I, I don't see it. It's not impossible that Tony Khan says, "Hey, go, go do a couple of things over there, get your name out a little bit more, and come back." If he if he wants to do it, he could. Yeah, well, that's it. I don't think. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. It's still. I don't think it's a. There's no. He's not going to Noah for an extended period, and I don't think that would sort of function. But um, 
a couple of matches or a, a series uh, of matches and a a month or two period in Noah, I think it'd be perfect for a spot like that. Do you have like a, a match in mind? You just, I know you said Kingston versus Marafuji, but if you if you were doing the books, what where would you head him? I think well, you've got to look at someone like um, Tagiora, haven't you, with the, the hard-hitting mm. side of things, um, or in the same faction as Sakuraba, um, or the Keno in Congo or something like that there. So the hard-hitting um, style that will match with Kingston and sort of they'll just batter each other and that's what Kingston, he seems that's the best thing he likes to do and so that'd fit well with the model of things in Pro Wrestling sure. Yeah. Um, I actually went one AEW on my list and it's number five. I went with Pac. He's, mm. you know, this insanely acrobatic yeah. guy but also... But on the technical side, but to me, like the missing piece, you know, a couple of years ago, he like really put it together was when he started being extra aggressive, nasty, just like the kind of thing that would fit perfectly in Noah. Um, he was in Dragon Gate early in his career and did very well there, but he's a better all around performer now. Um, I'd like to see him against, you know, all, all like all the whole junior scene in Noah, but um, like Eddie, like he has a comfortable spot, like, you know, a big show in America, making good money. I don't know if he wants to go get his chest smashed in or anything, but he might. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think with uh, Pat, you saw mentioned about Dragon Gate, he obviously has that loyalty with Dragon Gate, doesn't he? Um, the first loss he took after leaving WWE was against Ben K uh, in Dragon Gate, and so because the rumor was everyone wanted him to go to New Japan, and so that he went against that and was I'll go back to Dragon Gate because that's where yeah I was built and that's where I came from. Um, but he would be fantastic, wouldn't it? He's there's you're hard to find someone Pat couldn't have a good match with. I don't think. Yeah, for sure. Um a good point about loyalty i mean i know that's a big thing among the japanese wrestlers but it seemed like Pac kind of um you know took that on and did that himself like i he's a dragon gate guy so who knows if he thought that same way we all thought kenta was a noah guy forever and then when he went to new japan it really mm. you know that was a startling situation so yeah, definitely. There's uh, there's obviously exceptions to it, isn't there? I mean, like with Kenta and Shingo oh, right, as well Shingo. leaving Dragon Gate to yeah. go to New Japan. Um, but obviously, there's those like the, it's the convention, but it's not a, a a rule. And then maybe if there's an AEW Noah partnership, like they did with Impact, maybe more of these things happen. But um, it all has to be after COVID too. Maybe at one point, at some point, COVID will be done. And then these things be a lot more possible. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Let's head, uh, Jamie, to your number four. Okay. Um, well, so we just talked about Lotte, uh, and I've kind okay. of gone against that with this one. <laughs> I've gone for Dragon Lee or Ru Lee. I think is that. I think that's the name oh, he's right. going by now. Um, with because he's obviously former New Japan uh, junior heavyweight and. I think my one of my main issues with Noah uh, is sort of 
the junior division's very scrambled and messy at times. And I think Dragon Lee is the sort of person you could bring in and add a real like zest to the junior division and have him as sort of the main figure of it and recycle feuds and matches and sort of fit him in. I think he'd be perfect for that sort of position. And the sort of matches he could have, it's unbelievable with the Noah Ross. Anybody in particular you'd you want to see him go against? Um, someone like a Daisuke Harada, a Yohei. I think just a, a U-match mm. against Yohei would be mental. They'd just fly around and um, if one of them didn't <laughs> die in the match, I think that would be a success with the way they'd just go, just go crazy. And I think something, uh, it's obviously something Dragon Lee's capable of and I think Noah could be a place for him to do that if he was interested in going back to Japan. Yeah, I'm trying to remember which Super Juniors it was maybe 2019 that I was like my first time really seeing him and he stood out so much like uh, Osprey and Shingo were doing really well as you would expect but Dragon Lee as someone I didn't really know pulled me in right away and I was like okay I have to what bookmark all of those matches I want to see him that's definitely an excellent idea mm. yeah he's one that sort of you get an impression of him straight away he's not it doesn't take a long time to get invested in what he's doing. Is that flashy and exciting and attractive as a professional wrestler? For sure, for sure. Um, I'm going to head to WWE for number four and um, get Chad Gable. I'd love to see him do something other than... Um, I have Ooh. to admit that I don't know what he's doing right now because I, I, I've not been keeping up with WWE, but my guess, based on history is that they're not using him to his full potential um don't vince doesn't like short guys he doesn't like the like amateur wrestler guy generally um and then i, I remember a time mm. they were calling him shorty g and giving him this ridiculous outfit and i was like okay well <laughs> you don't know what you have here this guy is like phenomenal technical wrestler but you know sometimes technical wrestling can be just kind of dry but Gable brings his energy to it, and it's so I really, really enjoyed his his team with Jason Jordan. I'd love to see him spread his wings somewhere else. Like, I, I, partly as selfishly as a person who doesn't follow WWE, but I, I'd imagine that Gable put in an environment where they say go do your best, as opposed to WWE, which is. We're gonna do six minute match. We're gonna we're gonna have you get you know trampled on or or whatnot. To see him kind of be pushed by these other guys and and see more of the aggressive side, I think that would be super good. Yeah. Um, well, I'm like yourself. I don't watch WWE, um, but he's someone sort of you remember, and he he stands out with the tag team with um, Jason Jordan. I do remember seeing a few mm-hmm. of their matches and it gives an impression straight away and the amateur wrestling, it's something that would, I think, fit with Noah. I think, yeah, it's a good pick. I didn't think of Chad Gable. Um, yeah, my one of, that was one of the first I thought of and I, I thought of him in Kano. Just Kano kind of pushing him and like kicking mm. him and, and forcing him to like, forcing him to be more aggressive, forcing him to be darker than, than he might be ready for. Um so I started fantasy, you know, fantasy booking in my head, but definitely, definitely something I'd like to see. 
he's very much someone that's just in the wrong promotion. He's not. Um, he's never going to get. You're not going to get a good uh, Chad Gable match in WWE because he's not the match that he can have. He's not allowed to have. Yeah. It's, it's sort of like a uh, you're in, you're in for a hiding for nothing having him in a promotion like WWE because he, he's that talented, but it's just hidden and you're never going to get it out. Yeah, I didn't want to make the list too. As I started, I was there was a lot of guys like that where I was like, I don't want to make this five WWE mm. underused guys, um, which is a long there's a long list. Um, yeah. So more particularly. Yeah, we will have honourable mentions for an hour if we were doing underused people Absolutely. from WWE. That's the kind of the thing. Um, excellent. So we are up to three. I'm curious where you went, mm-hmm. Jamie. Okay, so um, for this one, I've gone for a tag team. It's the only tag team on my list, actually. Uh, and from the American Indies, uh, I've gone for the Briscoe Brothers. Uh, Mark and Jay, of course, um, sort of synonymous yeah. with Ring of Honor, who have um, just well, they, they've they've not ended, but they have. It's I don't really know what's Pretty going does, on. Yeah. Adam's the person to ask, isn't he? Uh, wrestling, um, they're obviously a very they're an exciting tag team, uh, and they'd add something new and fresh to the tag team division uh, in Noah, and just. Again, like I said, with Eddie Kingston, throw them in for uh, throw them in for a couple mm. of months, and have them wrestle sort of an, an assortment of teams, and they can have different styles of matches, and I think it would work really well. Um, because they did some work with New Japan, didn't they? Uh, and they they some they had something different to a Japanese wrestling company that I think still valuable. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now because I I remembered them briefly being in. And Noah, actually, um, so I'm pulling it up. They did some stuff in 07 and 08, like the the Junior Heavyweight Tag League, but that's, oh, I right. mean, that's a long time ago. They're a lot more experienced. It's a different team. Yeah, they're very different and then, I mean, the yeah. timing isn't quite right. Yeah, I think if, if you compare... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, no, I was just going to say, if you compared um, 2007 Briscoes to current day Briscoes, you're looking at two yeah, different teams. Yeah, they're quite young, and um, that's when their like athletic prime is hitting, but they don't have the like know-how and the experience just mm. yet. And now they're sort of in the opposite, where they're starting to get a little slower and older. They're super smart in the ring, and they know more. Um, Crazy enough, looks like their last match with Noah was against Nakajima and Kota Ibushi. So I I gotta I gotta go see that now. I did not well, know that existed. No, that's sort of <laughs> picked that out. That's, that's okay. incredible. Well, long watch list got longer. I was um, well, that's it. And I was um, sort of with the Briscoes as well. If I just carry on a little bit. Um, I had an interview with Mark Pickering back under last year, and he was saying that Noah they're looking to expand globally and uh, into the US as well. And I think the Briscoes would be sort of perfect for an expansion like that because it hits a certain audience that would be receptive to current yeah, day. Yeah, I didn't Noah. think of going tag team either. That's um, it's a smart choice. 
Any any particular teams you would want them going up against? I mean, teams are pretty narrow in. Um, like official? No, mm-hmm. at the minute, the the tag champs and yeah, that's it. There's not the aggression Before was the, the main um, formal tag team, but obviously, yeah, yeah, they've split up. So, um, so Sakuraba and uh, Segura they team often enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would yeah, be that's a good... an exciting match, and sort of you're just kind of putting two people together, and um, I, I wouldn't put them in the ring with Muto and. Fuji, yeah. I think that's a recipe for disaster. But there's plenty of teams that could make shift together that could have a good matches. Yeah, with that's the a good one there. Um, I went for number my number three, Jake something from Impact and the Indies. And um, as I was doing this, I realized mm. that uh, JD Oliva, who who writes for a number of sites, he wrote a piece. Are yes. basically our yeah. topic here. The same thing, Gaijin's and Noah for for Russell Joy, and I did my list first, and then I would like compare it just to make sure, like I didn't like look like I was, um, you know, doing doing my homework the the, the cheaty way. So this is one that we both picked. Jake, something just a, just a big hoss, strong dude, uh, um, a guy who's young and rising, getting better, and in, in a way he reminds me of. Bison Smith, who was, who was like a similar role for Noah, um, you know, m- more than a decade ago. Yeah, he's not. Um, I can't really add much to that. I can't. Um, I don't know anything about him to be honest with you. He's not. Um, um, Impact's not a promotion. I, um, I watch, but uh, is it? Can you what? Can you tell me about him? Is he? Um, has he had any matches um, I should watch? We'll probably go for. Yeah, I don't know I if I, I know any like great matches of his. I'm going mostly off of size, presence, and the style. You know, um, monstrous guy like muscles okay. for days. Um, big hairy dude. Kind of like a throwback to the guy just you something a long, long time ago. Um, I don't want to say at the same level, but like Stan it's a name Hansen, Bruce Bode, you know, that just that, that look. He's not on their level, but you know, that's the kind of thing I start thinking of. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, it makes sense. He's a, he's a name that's um, I, I'm hit. I, it's not a name I heard say a year or two ago. He's something I might not have seen him, but he's I, I've heard his name and that he's getting talked about more now. Um, so it could be someone that's on their way up, and it could be. Yeah, I, I think that's a um, an underground pick. I'd say. I yeah, that, that 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 on the rise thing was just something I wanted to do too. I mean, I, my t- my number one is sort of going down in their trajectory, but you know, if you're gonna pick up a a foreigner, like maybe somebody who's younger, maybe somebody that you can you can have around for a little while, and that's kind of what I was thinking. Mm. Okay, well, yeah, we're all the way up to number two already. Um, did you head to uh, the UK again for, for two? Uh, no, I'm actually... Uh, I'm back. Okay. Or, or staying in America for my second pick. Uh, it's someone who has wrestled in the UK, um, but most recently they were in WWE as well. Someone else like... Um, 
uh, Martin Stone uh, was just been released. It's oh, Timothy right. Thatcher. He's, he's, I, I love Timothy Thatcher. I think he's amazing. Um, and he's got his style would fit Noah to the T. And he's got he's that MMA, the striking, the submission, the grappling. And he's just perfect for what, if you were to describe Noah uh, and describe a wrestler and like an archetype of a wrestler who would be who would be pro wrestling Noah, I think Timothy Thatcher wouldn't be oh, a million that's, miles away. That's quite away. a good one. Um, I saw, I'm remembering someone mentioned, someone suggested that on Twitter a while back. Um, and I filed it away like, oh, great idea. But um, I guess NXT has made me forget about Timothy Thatcher, which is not a great thing <laughs> as a promotion to make someone uh, less, in, like, less interesting <laughs> and less buzzworthy. Um, Kind of yeah, kind of got lost in the shuffle with um, the switch to NXT 2.0, one of the many guys they get rid of, and who wasn't you know getting his full potential over there, as you might imagine. Um, yeah, he's gritty, rough. That mm. that'd be good. Well, he's um, yeah, yeah. The, my 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 main exposure to WWE at the minute is when. Um, Sean Rossap's list of people who have been released <laughs> pop up on Twitter. Um, and I, I saw Timothy Thatcher's name and immediately I thought, get him over to Noah. Um, he's sort of one of those names that you see and think, thank God he's uh, yeah, not there I think anymore. The first things people do when, when that happens is, oh, let AEW sign him. You know, I was going to fit in AEW, but like they can't all go there. Yeah. Just, you know, stylistically, but just none of room. Um, we there's a lot of other places to go. Impact, uh, um, New Japan, definitely Noah. So Timothy Thatcher, hmm, nice one. You know how old he is, or early thirties? Do you know? Um, I think he's been around a long time. Um, Timothy Thatcher is uh, someone he was he was on the uh, American indie scene and then in the UK indie scene. Okay. Um, yeah. He's 38, he is, um, according to Wikipedia. Um, and he, I, I remember him being in uh, Evolve. That was the first time I saw him was um, I caught an Evolve match, the, one of those matches that gets talked about and you think, um, oh, I haven't heard that name before. I'll check that out. Um, and he's instantly gripped I was with Timothy Thatcher the first time I saw him. Um, and he's, had some great stuff in the UK as well. And so he went to WWE and sort of forgotten and longing for the Uh days of him pre WWE. So hopefully he can get back to that. Now he's, um, uh, um, open to, and maybe a new promotion. I'm thinking about matches. Maybe Sakuraba would be a good one just so they could do all this grapple fest going on. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're on the same wavelength now. I was making my notes before this, and my first line for Timothy Thatcher was dream match, okay. Thatcher versus Sakuraba. Um, so I also add on people like Keno, Funaki, um, Moshizuki, um, Ogawa, people like that. Anyone yeah. that can have a grappling match and you stick them in with Timothy Thatcher and you want for something good. Okay, well, now, now we put that in the uni- out in the universe. So m- maybe... Let's okay. hope. Give it a shot. Wish it into um, existence. I'm gonna head to to the American Indies for my number two, AJ Gray. Do you, do you, 
Do you know anything about AJ Gray, Jamie? Mm. It's another, uh, it's another name I've heard. Um, I'm, I might make myself sound a little bit stupid, yeah, but uh, he does, GCW. Yeah, he I'm does a lot guessing. With GCW, I think that's where I've heard his name. Um, and does a lot of deathmatch stuff. But to me, nasty and physical, just hard hitting style is perfect for Noah. He's got the one of the best lariats going right now. Just like knock your 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 head off kind of situation. Mm. And, you know, like Eddie Kingston, we mentioned earlier, and like Chris Dickinson, he's clearly a student of the Japanese side of the game. See him tweeting about old matches, you're tweeting about, you know, yeah. new Japanese guys. So it's something that I, I imagine might be on his mind. But to me, for my money, is like the best indie wrestler right mm. now. Just a great storyteller. Um, oh, like wow. I said, the super physical style. And someone who's just getting better and better. Um, I'm not like a super big GCW fan, but he's the. I look at what his match is, and I'm like, okay, if he's if he's in a singles match, I want to go see that. Um, he had a really good match against Jonathan Gresham last year. Um, Davy Red mm. Richards, I think that was the end of last year yeah. as well. Um, it's just getting better and better. This is the right time. You know, if he's going to go somewhere yeah, and grow, um, that's my vision for him. If if he's listening, if he's thinking about that, like, that would be awesome. Yeah, it sounds fantastic. He's obviously high praise from you there, isn't he? Uh, the the best wrestler on the Indies, and that's he's the sort of person, the way you've described him, that would be perfect uh, for Noah, like some of the other people we've had on our list. Uh, and someone on their ascendancy as well. That's the sort of person you want to be picking up as a promotion. Uh, someone who you can carry through because you don't you don't just want the experienced, mm -hmm. uh, older heads like I had with Thatcher. You want the younger ones who you can bring through and build into your own. Yeah, and Noah has uh, plenty star. of old guys already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, we, yeah, we recorded this the day that uh, Funaki uh, got the GHC national title off uh, Keno, and if that doesn't tell you about um, the old guys in Noah, and you have a, um, you a don't need anything else. Fifty-nine-year-old tag team champ is that what Muda is right now? Yeah, fifty-nine. Yeah, fifty-nine. Um, well, it, it's I say that they, with the exception of Muto personally. They're, they're all fantastic still. You've got sort of like Sakuraba, uh. Sugiura, Funaki, Tanaka, even Fujita. They've they've been fantastic and they're a great asset to Noah. Um, but it's all about having that yeah, mix between the older guys like, and Mudo, the younger like, guys. Mudo can be an attraction. And like, but to me, the problem was when yeah. you make him your champion, you make him like... You talked about the main events delivering and he, he, you know, he's, he can't do that. So... To me, you, you put him in a six-man. You put him in a um, a spot mm. where he can come in, do a couple of things, and, and, and pop out. So just um, a different situation there. Yeah, that that's one of... It is, I'd say, the main issue with Noah is the older guys on top still. And Muto's the prime example. It's I sort of... If you compare it to um, New Japan... Um, He's obviously in their prime. He was a better wrestler, but it's like having yeah. Tenzan as uh, the champion. It's just 
right now it's just not it just doesn't work. I mean Muto's got the name value of and he's he's a legend, isn't he? But um he's not good enough wrestling now uh, to be the champion. Uh, and the tag match last week he was um not to go on too much of a tangent, but he it was him and Marafuji against Ken Owen Manabu Sawyer and he oh, yeah. finished he um I think it was a Frankensteiner into a roll up and oh, he was awful. He's not it's some it's I think he was going for a jackknife uh-huh. pin and he's just kinda of, he's just kinda of sat on Manabu Sawyer's legs. It just looks terrible and you think he's the he's the yeah. champion at the minute, the tag team champion. And the amount of talent further down the roster and you think you just sort of move him over to the multi-mans, uh, the multi-mans, and his name value is still there, but just having him clog yeah, up the main sure. matches really um, kills them off. So you know, last time you were on, we had about three guys overlapped on our list. Um, this time, so far zero. We got one more chance here. Yeah. We've, I'm we've curious done well so if far. We, if we hit the same person, I've got I've got a feeling it might be the same person. Uh, I remember in the last one we did, we both picked Hiromu Takahashi for our number mm-hmm. one. Um, so maybe we've got a repeat of that where we go for the same number one. Um, so my pick oh, is Jonathan okay. Gresham. Yeah, I love that one though. No? Sofa, okay. Um, so I, I sort of in the notes I was on about, I've made that... Um, he just, for me, is the obvious pick. Obviously, New Japan, uh, sorry, not New Japan. Ring of Honor is just um, so it's the end of the uh, end of an era for uh, Ring of Honor, and they're moving forward again in April with a restart. So he's he's free at the minute, uh, and he's working his way around all the different promotions. And obviously, the nature is with everyone that's not tethered down to a contract, it's. Um, let's sign them for AEW. Uh, and I think as much as Gresham would have amazing matches with the people in AEW, he'd, he'd be a body when there's a lot of them in AEW where if he went to Noah, he'd stand out and he'd be a, an amazing mm-hmm. candidate for that GHC national level with sort of the, the Keno level um, in Noah currently. And he'd, he's got such a presence and a uh, a star quality surrounding him, and when he comes out with the, it's the mm, mask. Right. It's like the um, the octopus uh, tentacles and stuff like that. It's so um, picturesque, and he's got a great persona and look. And I, th- I think he just really stand out. Yeah, like you said, uh, um, if he went to Noah, AEW doesn't seem like a super great fit. Like AEW, so much of it is talking, some of it is like these, you know. Character-driven stories, and Gresham's strong point is in the ring and like just straight wrestling. Um, like you said, that I mean that yeah. would be a, a better fit in Noah, much like Thatcher. Um, that's a that's an excellent thought there. I feel like he's with. Uh, AEW, he could do like Min- uh, Minoru Suzuki did, where he does a couple of matches, and that would work. He'd sort of fly in, face a big guy, fly out, um, and he can do that a few times. But having him on the roster full time, I don't think it would be the great use of him. 
um, I saw this week. I, I forgot. See, I forgot Jay Lethal works for oh, right. AEW. He, he turned yeah. up on the pay per view, didn't he? And he's not done anything. And he's he's a sort of. Na- I, I feel my worry is if Jonathan Gresham did go to AEW, he'd get clogged, uh, clogged up in what is. It's a great list of talent, but there's a point where there's too many of them, and the quality has. I think the worst thing for him would be mm-hmm. he'd get caught uh, in sort of a mid card. Melee, where he could yes, be I mean, uh, the frontline star of a Somebody has motion. to ride the bench, like, and that's what we're seeing with with some of those guys. So, um, it just depends on what, yeah, yeah, Tony Khan thought of him and where he slotted him. But I could definitely see that scenario playing out, where you're like, oh, there he is. I, I forgot he worked here. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I mean. And he's too good for that. I think um, he's he's one of the better wrestlers in the world at the minute, and you don't want him to be sort of the guy like, oh, look, it's Jonathan Gresham for uh, once every few weeks because there's that many people on the roster. Whereas if he went to Noah, he'd be he could be heavily featured and in prominent positions. Oh yeah. And imagine a match against Nakajima for the uh, for the GHC heavyweight title. I think he's just. The ceiling's much higher for him in Noah than it would be. Yeah, you sold um, me with that. Respectively, in AEW, I could see him trying to like strategize and think, "How am I going to take the, the kicks away? How am I going to take his legs out?" Um, mm. I'm envisioning it already. That's awesome. Um, so we did not match up. Number one, I went with Cesaro from WWE. Um, someone who is not like being Ooh, challenged. Very nice. Clearly, he likes WWE enough to keep signing with them, so he's happy enough, you know. But in the ring, he's not as creative or uh, pushed as he would be somewhere else. He's working shorter matches, mid-card stuff, you know. Um, But when he is at his best, like one of the best in the world, superb technically, creative offense, and can go toe to toe with you if it's like we're gonna do slugfest style too. Um, he 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 was you know did did some Noah work when he was with Chris Hero years ago. But um, like Pac, like is you know more experienced, a better all around performer. I would I would love I would love to see a change of pace for him. I always beg for that. He was on my G1 climax list too. But it's doesn't seem super realistic. I think he's just mm. happy to be where he is. Yeah, when I well, I was making my list, and I think it shows I didn't um, people with those WWE contracts. I just didn't think about because it's um, it just doesn't seem likely. And you look at the sort of people that are uh, stuck to contracts and content with it like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nakamura or Sami Zayn's just signed a new contract I think and it's people like that who could be so much more and Kevin Owens obviously because there was lots of talk about him going um, to AEW uh, it's, they could be so much more but they're happy enough where they are which is I mean it's it's not a bad decision is it it's they, they don't have a they don't have to move from WWE it's a um, it's well paid and it's has it has its benefits obviously um but he is someone that if they if he left that sphere he'd be amazing in 
a company like yeah, Noah, I think I, that's I feel like a very nice pick. We're kind of running out of time for that dream Cesaro post WWE run. I mean, at some point he's going to be forty-eight, broken down, and then yeah, he's not getting younger. Walk away. Um, you know, you can't be mad at a guy like I. We're we're asking a lot with these dream scenarios. Like, hey, will you move to Japan, um, and then just get wrecked every every couple of weeks <laughs> by by Fujita or Kano, and just <laughs> you know, like he doesn't take like he works a six minute match and takes like four bumps working against the yeah. men's. Like that's probably pretty good, you know. Take the money and go. Yeah, we put the two side by side. You wouldn't. It's, it takes a lot. You have to have a lot of passion and conviction to go. Um, I don't want this um, comfortable job. I want to go to Noah and get just beaten up. Yeah, but we're, we're uh, fans week and we're dreaming. So um, it's out in the universe. Maybe, maybe somebody thinks. Oh, that's it, isn't it? Okay, I'm looking back at the two lists, and Jamie went with Eddie Kingston. Dragon Lee, the Briscoe brothers, Timothy Thatcher, and Jonathan Gresham. Uh, I went Pac, Chad Gable, Jake Something, AJ Gray, and Cesaro. Um, looking at the two lists, the first thing I think, um, yours is more re- realistic in the sense that, like you said, the, the contract situations, Timothy Thatcher is free. Um, Gresham can do what he wants right now. And same for Briscoe Brothers, like, not tied down. So those are, like, more possible, I think. Mm. Yeah, I think that's something, when I was putting my list together, I thought I'd go for a list that was um, sort of that I could see happening. Um, Because I could have sat here and gone, um, pick the five best wrestlers in the world, which is obviously, that's the dream, isn't it? Um, but for, I thought I'd try and make my list as realistic as I can still make it uh, an exciting Yeah, for sure. Um, um, five options. I think my favourite possible match out of those is uh, Gresham versus Nakajima. I have that written down here as um, one of the new dream matches in my, my dream list. Okay, Jamie. Um. Mm. Yeah, I think with your pick of Chad Gable, that's. <laughs> I would. Mean, no, I was just. I was just add on the end of saying about uh, your pick of with Chad Gable. It's something that um, an under the radar pick, and it's. Mm. It we can hope for something like that to happen. Someone of that sort of level to yeah, I mean, move up and challenge themselves now, and know as, as much as they're releasing people. It wouldn't be surprising if there's another batch. And then you see, oh, Chad Gable, Fightful, Fightful Reports. Yeah. <laughs> right? So we could be profits. It could be, it could um, be gone before the podcast we'll out. Goes. Um, excellent, Jamie. Uh, let's do some plugs. Where can we see and read your work? Yes. Um, well, the best place would be uh, my Twitter because everything gets linked on there. Uh, so that's J Johnson underscore sixteen. Mm. Um, so everything I write, uh, I put up on my Twitter, uh, and um, I do 
if I watch a show live, um, like I did this morning at, uh, with the Noah show today, uh, I tweet along my thoughts on each of the matches and what I, how I think the uh, promotion is going. Um, but I'm so I'm getting myself about a bit at the minute. I'm writing uh, last word uh, on sport and I'm doing bits for wrestling, hoping in, uh, hoping okay. to do um, a proper piece for wrestling soon. Um, and I'm still with uh, Monthly Pro Wrestling as well. Uh, they've got a new magazine coming out soon. Uh, I'm not. I haven't got something in that. Okay, excellent. But it's, yeah. Um, uh, worth reading. There's and I'd say let's follow Wrestle In on Twitter for you know all the articles that come out. Uh, we got a great team of writers. You know some some fresh features every week. And I suggest subscribing to Wrestle In podcast. Not only do you hear this show, but you'll hear Noob Japan, which is hosted by Kieran, and it's about Japanese wrestler, somebody is a noob, someone's enthusiast, and someone gets educated about that, about that Japanese wrestler. Um, some some really good episodes out there. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Dilbert, just my name. And I got some columns coming out from Tokyo Joshi Pro side of things, and then I did one about Sagira versus Takayama from 2010, based on a, a, a a reader suggestion. So I went and, and raved about that one and relived it. So that should be out soon. Jamie, uh, this is time number two. Really appreciate you being on. Thank, and thanks for your time, man. Uh, thanks for having us on again. It's, I really enjoyed the first one and I've enjoyed this one as well. So oh, for sure, man. Um, and so it, having us on for this. Last. Um, so, Everyone listening, thank you so much for making it to the end and listening to us dream it up, dream it up over here. And until next time, cheers.